Hi everyone, I'm Libby Campbell and welcome to TIC, Teachers Inspiring and Collaborating Knowledge. Are you looking for some new teaching ideas? Are you looking for some inspiration with what you do in the classroom now? Is something not working for you and you're just willing to try something new? Then this podcast is for you. Each week, I get to talk with everyday people about ideas and practices, tips and tricks that have worked for them, and then I get to share these with you while you're on the go. Enjoy. Today, I'm talking to the soon-to-be-retired Trudy Hansen. Trudy was awarded the Order of Australia Medal for her extended commitment to community service and was named Dubbo Citizen of the Year in 1998. She's also the CEO of NALAG. National Association for Loss and Grief, a not-for-profit organisation that is mostly run by volunteers. The story of NALAG and how it started unfolds during our conversation. NALAG provides a free service to those people of any age who need support due to them experiencing some sort of loss or grief, whether it be through unfortunate life events, separation, divorce, trauma or death. This is a sombre topic to be discussing, but a very real one. In our conversation, we talk specifically about one of the programs offered by NALAG called Seasons for Growth, a peer support education program for kids. I have been a volunteer for this program for the past 10 years and have enjoyed it immensely. Trudy is certainly an amazing woman who is now stepping down to let her team lead the way in helping our kids, us and our community. It's nice to know that there are services and people among us like NALAG. This episode is being released just before Christmas, which for most people is a beautiful time of year to spend with their loved ones. However, it can also bring up painful memories for those who have lost their loved ones. I do want to acknowledge these people. I truly hope that you enjoy some part of Christmas and get to do something meaningful. If you or someone you know does need to reach out during this time of year, there are many services you can contact. Some of these include Lifeline 131 114, Kids Helpline 1800 551 800 or the Mental Health Line 1800 If you didn't get all these numbers, don't worry. You'll find them in my show notes for this episode at tickteaching.com. Merry Christmas, everybody. Well, welcome, Trudy. It's lovely to be talking with you today. So today we're talking about helping kids through NALAG. And there's probably a few listeners out there who don't know NALAG and what it is and who it is and we'll get to that in a minute but first what's your background what's your story well thanks Libby and it's a pleasure to be able to talk to you today and uh, I guess talk about a passion that I've had for the last um, 30 years or so and that's been working for NALAG and um, developing new programs and um, particularly um, with children but I guess my my background is that um, in another life um, I was a building contractor. So in the very early days my husband got very ill and we just started out in business. And of course he was the builder but couldn't work so I had to get a licence and in those days you could. 
Um, so I rather liked it in the end and he did the out-of-town work when he got well and I did the in-town work. Um, but I've always been interested in community and I've been a volunteer in a lot of organisations. Um, I guess one of the ones that I'd probably be known for in the area would be Crest, which was Citizens Radio Emergency Service Teams, uh, CB radios. Yeah. Um, then I became the local controller for WSES and I was also the regional director for uh, SES in many years. And I guess I got involved in NALAG when um, my husband's um, dad died and we had three small children um, who had a close relationship with him and um, were struggling with their grief. So I reached out to NALAG um, to see how I could help them or how they could help them. Um, So I guess the rest is history. I've been involved now with NALAG for about 30 years, I think it is, and I became the first paid person for NALAG in New South Wales and developed the centre here in Dubbo. Wow. So what is NALAG? What's the history behind it? Yeah, the history of NALAG is that we were formed in 1977 after the Granville train disaster where there were no um, debriefing and psychological services for the people that attended that accident. And I guess often, even now today, um, you meet with people that have been affected by the Granville train disaster. So NALAG was born out of that disaster. Uh, It was a national organisation for many years. We existed in every state. Um, But I guess tyranny of distance and um, financial, um, um, I guess, financial hazards in the times of Mm. being a voluntary organisation, not being able to get funding. Um, But NALAG New South Wales was um, very fortunate in um, being able to get funding through the Ministry of Health. Okay. And we're funded through them each year. Yeah. Yeah. And so what's been your role? Um, Yes, I think as a volunteer I probably held every role that was available (laughs) in NALAG. But I became uh, manager of the centre here. Um, And then um, a couple of years uh, later I became the CEO. So I managed the state and the headquarters here in um, in Dubbo. Wow. So I would imagine there would have been some challenges, but also some rewards. Yes. um, I guess I've been fortunate in that I've been able to, um, from grassroots level as a support volunteer, been able to continue that through um, as as Mm counselling. And I guess the rewards are there to be able to see someone in the depths of their grief be able to come through that and know that there's hope on the other side and with support, um, you know, you can make it through those dark times. Yeah. What, um, what have been some of the challenges? Um, I guess the challenges have always been trying to balance, um, the, I guess, the, um, the thrill of um, being involved in, in the development of NALAG against what, um, what, I, what I could offer uh, to my family as well. Okay. Um, and, and always the challenge, I think, has been finance, right. uh, being able to chase, chase the, um, the funding applications and put those in um, and provide, you know, try and get funding for NALAG. Because otherwise been, it wouldn't exist. No. And I guess the challenge is to keep volunteers involved with NALAG because, again, without volunteers, 
um, NALAG wouldn't exist. Uh, although there's a paid staff um, that does the business side of NALAG, the volunteers are the heart of NALAG and they provide all the, the services. And I guess, as you know yourself, uh, you're a volunteer. Mm. You provide the Seasons for Growth program. Yeah, and I've loved doing that too. Yeah. yeah. So what, um, you mentioned Seasons for Growth, but what are some other programs NALAG offers? Yeah, um, I guess Seasons for Growth, uh, we offer that program, but we also offer loss and grief support um, for right across the lifespan for children, um, adolescents, adults, and we do a lot of work um, in aged care as well. Um, but a particular interest of mine is children's loss and grief. And, um, you know, we're, I'm a trainer for Seasons for Growth and we've supported that um, program for many years here at NALAG. And recently, you know, we just fill those programs every time we advertise that they're available. Um, and I think in the past we've forgotten that children really do uh, grieve and I think, you know, they've been the forgotten mourners. But mm. programs like Seasons for Growth give them an opportunity to be able to express their grief, you know, with, with other peers. And they get to learn that they're not alone, that other people, um, you know, have grief uh, as well. Um, we run another program for adults called the Blue Healers Program, which is um, depression, anxiety and stress. Yeah. Um, and we also now run a program called Seasons for Healing which okay. is uh, an off-spin of Seasons for Growth, but that's an Indigenous program. Okay. And, um, you know, that's, um, that's been uh, greatly appreciated in many of the remote communities around New South Wales. Yeah. How is that different? Is it more culturally aware? More culturally uh, aware and uh, specifically, um, I guess, um, auspice through other Aboriginal organisations that have looked at the program and have approved the program. Okay. It's a program um, that is run through Good Grief, yep. the people that own uh, Seasons for Growth. Yep. Um, well, if we can go back to Seasons for Growth. Tell us a bit about that. Yes, yeah, Seasons for Growth is um, an aged-appropriate um, program for children, um, ranging from uh, six-year-olds right through to... Um, 18-year-olds, and it's a group peer support program about education, um, about loss and grief, and it uses the metaphor of the seasons um, so that uh, children, you know, start to learn that all seasons are different. Um, there's good seasons and there's not so good seasons, and they, they learn to navigate and negotiate through the seasons. Yeah. So... If there's, um, a teacher has a student in their class and wishes to yep. get them into seasons, yep. what's the process? Yep. Um, the process is just to give NALAG um, a call here or go to our website or watch the Facebook um, page for NALAG. We're advertising um, Seasons for Growth. It begins in second term every year. Um, just ring up, um, tell us. Uh, about the child that you want to refer, we will do an assessment on that to see if the child is suitable for Seasons for Growth mm -hmm. in a group program. Um, if they're not, we can offer them a free um, counselling service here. We have a senior counsellor uh, and we have other volunteers that will be able to help that child. Yeah, oh, good. And if someone wants to be a volunteer, because no doubt you're always looking out for volunteers, um, what do they need to do if they want to be trained for Seasons for Growth? Yeah, um, they need to um, 
be trained in in the program and and uh, uh, they can do that online with Seasons for Growth and they can go to the Good Grief website and be trained. Um, but I guess the first step is to contact NALAG here in, in, in Dubbo mm-hmm. um, and uh, the head office here in Dubbo and we can put you on to um, a location in your area where that you can be trained in Seasons for Growth. Oh, cool. Yeah. You don't have to be teacher trained. It's, no. it's anyone. No, anyone Anyone. can run the program as long as they're trained. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you were saying earlier you've been with NALAG for about 30-odd years. So have you got a standout story um, or a time where you've worked with kids and their grief? Um, Yes, I guess um, one of the standout stories was actually, I guess, about um, 10 years ago, around the same time at Christmas. Mm. Um, where a group of children were brought in and their father had been drowned. Um, And we we had um, just about closing uh, for Christmas because the centre closes down around, um, you know, December, early December. Um, And, you know, we um, supported these children and stayed open for a bit longer so that we could support these children. But it was so sad to see them having to experience, you know, Christmas without their dad. Mm. And um, we sat round and we made some decorations that they could place on the tree um, in memory of their dad. Um, But it was a really sad time to see these children. Um, But they seemed to um, come back then after for, for many um, sessions um, and were able to process their grief and um, some of them actually went on and did the Seasons for Growth program. Oh nice mm. and do you ever hear back from these kids? Um, no we haven't heard back from uh, from those children but um, I see them around town. Yeah so oh that's nice. Yeah. So what advice have you got for teachers if they have a student in their class who's experienced loss? What are some strategies? Yeah, um, I guess listen to the story, um, listen to what the child um, has to say, um, and um, I guess ask questions. What what can you do to help? Mm-hmm. Um, and and then you know I guess be really serious about it because they um, they do experience grief and it can affect their schoolwork um, and their mental well-being yeah so I think it's best to be a good listener yeah um and if it's not your area of expertise I think um you know refer on yeah I think my biggest advice would be not to be afraid to talk about um the loss because I think a lot of people they don't like that awkwardness or that uncomfortableness Mm. so they avoid it and I think Mm. that's a big yeah and, and I guess that's their loss because children are quite open about their grief Yes. Yeah, yeah. And they're honest about their grief. Yes. Um, and they want to be heard. Um, you mentioned earlier too about asking what can I do to help. Um, and I've found sometimes that's not always um, a question. I suppose it depends on the timing because mm. it, when you're in the midst of that grief, you don't know. Yeah. Um, I have a story where my son Gus, his friend lost his mum suddenly and mm. he had a sister as well. So... The teachers of those kids organised a play date um, out at their farm and the grandparents who owned the farm were very appreciative because for that afternoon that we were there, there was some normalcy 
mm. and he was round with his mates and his sister was round with her mates yeah. and um, they were so thankful that we could do that and it was just um, the teachers I thought were very proactive they didn't mm. ask what can we do they just they asked us if it was okay but they just went and did it and mm. they were very grateful yeah. for that yeah. yeah and I guess sometimes just being there you don't yes. have to say anything sometimes yeah um, just to be there with someone in their grief and to be able to sit with that um and i guess children don't process grief um like an adult um they it's a bit of a wave they're in and out of the grief cognitively they're not some of them depending on their age um they just don't process it the same as adults um but they're open to creative ways of remembering Mm -hmm. and expressing that often when they don't have words they can draw yeah um or they can use other creative means to talk about their you know their feelings and and, you know and to get those feelings out so special occasions like mother's day father's day grandparents day christmas yeah um they would all bring back memories so those creative ways Mm. would be a good way to simply like you know at christmas just by writing the name of the loved one on a bauble and hanging that on the tree um that seems to be uh, something that children um appreciate um and that they can cope with yeah. yeah often you know as you've said it's it's the adult who's afraid to hear the story yes and hear what they say because sometimes they're pretty honest in how they express that grief to you um with the last season's group i had here there were two sisters who uh, were adamant on showing me because i know out the back you've got the the rock garden hmm. and they were very keen to show me their, the rock that they'd made for their dad. And mm. I think um, once they'd share their story with me in the actual group, they were very open and comfortable to share mm. their creation that they'd made for dad, which I thought was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, we see, often see, you know, um, the, lots of those moments here at NALAG where, you know, it's great to be able to give children that opportunity yeah. to create something in memory. Um, there's lots of little memories that have been created and that are here in the garden, you know. Yeah, beautiful. Um, is there anything else that you'd like teachers to know, other services or organisations? Um, I guess, you know, locally for uh, for Dubbo, um, please be aware that, that NALAG is here, um, that we do have counsellors available and that we do have volunteers and we certainly do have Seasons for Growth. Um, and um, we're always very happy and willing also to provide some education for teachers around loss and grief for children. Okay. Yeah, so that's that's all available. Um, you only just give us a ring and yeah. we can customise some training um, for teachers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, beautiful. Well, Trude, now we're up to our fast finishes. So <laughs> okay. Just to finish up on a high now, so whatever pops into your mind first. What's your favourite program at NALAG to teach and why? Um, yeah, my favourite program to teach is Children, Crisis and Trauma, which is a, a one-day workshop mm-hmm. using creative skills for working with loss and grief with children. Oh, cool. So I've been running that for a long time now and um, that'll be run next year as well. So yeah. 
won't be me running that. No, uh, unfortunately. Um, but I'll be the senior counsellor here. Yeah. So oh, good. But that's a great program if teachers want to get involved in that or anybody from the community that uh, wants some informa- there's information about loss and grief for children. Also on our website, there's lots of um, good material there that they can access. Oh, good. Yeah. Beautiful. What will you do now that you are retired? <laughs> oh. Will you retire? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what will I do? Um, I, I get. We've just um, built a new home, uh, so I'm establishing uh, the gardens there, and uh, we have a caravan that has some cobwebs on it that we'll ah, <laughs> we'll sort of brush, off. <laughs> brush those off, and uh, when we can, uh, we'll do some travelling. Yeah. Um, and there's um, ten grandchildren out there, so I guess oh. there'll be plenty of visits to schools yeah. and. They're looking forward to me uh, not working. Yeah, you can enjoy being a grandparent yeah. now. What's something you did today that went well? Something I did today that um, that went well. Gee, what did we? What have I done today that's done well? Nothing much yet. <laughs> got up and got to work. <laughs> um, I guess I was just um, sort of thinking back, you know, over. Um, I've been employed by NALAG for 21 years and um, I, there's really never been a day when I haven't wanted to come to work. So okay. um, there's always, um, I guess, uh, something new and challenging at NALAG um, just about every day when you turn up because you don't know what's going to um, lob on your desk or what will come through the door. Mm. Um, but... Um, I don't think there's been much success today so far. (laughs) (laughs) We'll leave that one. (laughs) What makes you happy? Um, What makes me happy? Um, I think um, being available for people, being, um, I guess, a good listener, um, being able uh, to provide support, being, um, I think, being a wife, and a grandparent makes uh, makes me happy, and I think being able to give back, give back to the community, and give back to others. Not beautiful. It's the first day of your holidays. What do you do on the first day of my holidays? I'm going to have a sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and that's that's soon. So yeah. uh, sleep in, I think. Yeah. yeah. One thing that helps you deal with stress. Um, my sense of humour. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think um, we we um, we often have good laughs here over a um, bit of dry humour, I guess, and sometimes a bit of black humour to be able to cope with what we see. But you know, I think humour gets me through a lot. Tell us about a time, personally or professionally, where you made a mistake but learnt something valuable. Okay, um, I think early. In my, um, in my, when I was doing my counselling um, course, I, um, my um, uh, son had had an issue with uh, the police, and of course um, there was a client that sort of uh, had issues with the police as well, and I think I fueled that in my early uh-huh. career by. Um, adding adding to that story about my experience oh, okay. <laughs> with um, and um, in supervision, it was sort of pointed out to me that you know I had to be non-judgmental in that and not use my own 
experience uh, in supporting other people that I was fueling the fire there mm. with that. What's your favourite book? My favourite book. Um, I used to get through uh, Christmases with, uh, you start off with, the, you know, The Power of One, the, the guy that wrote that. Oh, yeah, Bryce Courtney. Bryce Courtney. Um, I liked his, uh, it was sort of historical and, and uh, fictional as well, but I liked his style of writing. Okay. Yeah, and I thought that was a powerful story. Yeah, yeah. I liked it too. Yeah. What are you grateful for? Um, I think I'm, I'm grateful that um, I live in Australia, um, that this is a great uh, country. I'm grateful for, um, I guess, a good family, a uh, good husband, good children. Grateful, uh, I guess, that I've been given the opportunity in NALAG to, um, I guess, to be able to uh, grow the organisation, feel good about what I did uh, for the organisation. What's a fun fact about you? <laughs> um, I'm always on for a bit of a joke and a, a, uh, I'm the life of the party type <laughs> person. You couldn't say I was an introvert, I'm an extrovert. Um, <laughs> Have you got a party trick or a joke you like to tell? <laughs> um, well, there's many, but I don't think I could tell them. <laughs> Um, here but yes I like a good joke um, yeah <laughs> beautiful yeah. well Trudy if people want to know more about NALAG where can they go what's the website yes um, they can give us a, a ring on six double eight two nine triple two or www.nalag.org.au oh beautiful yeah and but you're closing now for the we're Christmas closing now day. on the 18th and we won't be back until the 18th of uh, January so Welcome to the new CEO, Debbie Todkill. Yep. And we have a new intake person, Brenda Baker. And and welcome to our new senior counsellor, um, Kathy Banks. Beautiful. So three new people to introduce to the Dubbo community. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, Trudy, thank you for um, your time today and your stories and experience. Um, I'm sure our listeners will get a lot out of it. So thank you. Okay, thanks, Libby, for the opportunity. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really appreciate it. I hope you're able to get something valuable out of it like I did when I was talking to our guest. Just a quick note that ideas in today's episode are educated opinions of the guest. Always inform yourself and work out what best suits you and your lifestyle before trying other people's ideas. If you would like to know more, be a guest or contribute constructive feedback, visit our website at tickteaching.com. If you liked what you heard today, Subscribe and share this episode with your friends and colleagues. Looking forward to doing it all again next week. And until next time, love your kids, love yourself. Take care.